This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Guess he's back. We're back, <laughs> and it's a podcast. I'm keeping this in, goddammit. Yes, we are. Yes, <laughs> we are. Okay, uh, my bad. I was seeing my video intro. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, I've been recording quite a lot recently, so it's kind of forced to have. I apologize. Um, Dude, you know what? You don't have to apologize. <laughs> Just welcome to. And it feels so good to say it, and that's why we messed up the podcast talking about. Geekery, nerdism, and all in between from a South London bloody hell postcode. I am Shadows. It's so good to say these words. <laughs> Welcome to season three. We've missed you all. On the left of me is the hardest working man that we know right about now. The instant classic. AK bruv. You alright? Shall I start things off? <laughs> yeah, go on then. You can. You can nah, start. No, nah, I, I think we already. I think already have. It's fine. Carry I on. think we already have this time. This time, on the other side of me, ah, uh, the other one, Booker Red, aka Big Man. How the hell you been? Hey, I'm not too bad. Hello, everybody. We have missed you all. I hope everyone is keeping sane and safe in these weird times. Very strange times, so much to get through. And first of all, apologies for the delay in us getting back. Uh, had a lot of stuff go down. Uh, one of our number was not very well. And obviously, we weren't going to come back when we went 100%. But we're here, we're doing this. And honestly, I have missed doing this. And shout out to everyone who's reached out and been like, You guys going back? And it's like, Yep. We're coming back and massive shout out to the instant classic who's been doing some amazing content. Oh hell yeah. Amazing stuff on YouTube. Amazing um ama- uh, Souls new plays. Amazing stuff about horror. Uh so keeping a thought going in the times when we couldn't. So uh I thought the best thing best way we can come back into this is to have a kind of little Halloween session since we are in spooky season. So there's been a lot and there's so much to cover that I don't even know how they're going to get through the season, but I know we're all going to have some hot takes, some interesting takes. And the main thing is we're just going to have a lot of fun. Yes, we are. Amen. So uh, if you haven't checked it out, we're going to put a link in the description to uh, the instant classic uh, talking about an underrated uh, movie called Night of the Demons which is a really good little little video um i'm actually now intrigued because 
you hinted to two more video, two more um, other films that you wanted to talk about. So I am intrigued. That is true. That is true. I did. Um, so in in order, like for me, my favorite underrated horror films uh-huh. are number three, Night of the Demons. Uh-huh. Number two, Night of the Creeps, <laughs> and number three, Chopping Mall. <laughs> Because I had they, a feeling Tom Moore would be in there yeah. completely. Because I, I feel like we live in an era of horror, and I think we've been in this era for ages where ev- where people are just dumb. And I, and I, I like, you know what though? But we discussed this because we, I and some I, I saw this on a post, and it changed the way that I kind of see this now, which is that we are we're observing something, but we have extra knowledge yeah that's I, why I, see, I get sorry. i get no sorry i get i get, I get, what, I get what you're saying and I, I remember that mm. and that's true i really talk about, but there are some things that are oh, just, just dumb mm. yep like mm. like okay okay i hate to bring this film up but it's a prime example of just idiocy oh, at its no. best now we, we we all know jeepers creepers we all hate jeepers uh, creepers we mm-hmm. have no, no, no respect for the director fuck that pedophile <laughs> piece of shit but <laughs> But a prime example of idiocy at its best is when Justin Long, Justin Long and his brother and his brother's brother, his sister, are driving away. They see something happen, and instead of just going on driving, they went, "Let's go back and see what the, what the fuck's going on." No, they deserve to get what happened to them, yeah. Because I'm sorry, in reality, we ain't sticking around for that. We're off ski. No looking back. Pedal to the metal. Get gone. Mm. Don't be a hero. It just ends. Exactly. And I'll tell, like, you, I'll, I'll tell you a true story that happened a couple of years, like, oh, good, seven years ago, I believe. Uh, I went uh, with a really close friend of mine uh, to a lovely little kind of retreat in Lyme Regis. And there were quite a few of us staying in a really lovely big house all together. And you know the minute we got there, you know what I did in it? I was like, right, as one of the few people from the brand delegation here, I will not be doing the following. I won't be investigating the strange noise. If the lights goes off, you're on your own and I'm armed. That's all I'm just telling you that from now. Because I'm just seen too many movies Standard. and I know how this stuff goes down. And what I tell you about when we were staying, when it was when it's dark, it was pitch dark. And on the second night there were bats. So I was just like, I'm just gonna say, the light goes off. The brown delegation will stay where the hell I am. And if you <laughs> scream, uh I, I loved you. And that's all you need to know. I loved you. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, innit? I loved you. Not even like past tense, like a motherfucker right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I say goodbye to you at your funeral, but just know I loved you. <laughs> <laughs> at least you knew, innit? I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> you wouldn't, no, they wouldn't know because they'd be already dead. <laughs> but I told them beforehand. They, they got it in the briefing. So I was. That, that's it. They, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but no, I, I get what you mean. In certain films, some things are just like. Some of it is the whole thing of, it's uh, like the ones that kind of do me in a bit. Like, the, okay, here's the thing that pissed me off the most. Orphan, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When the mum first starts, this new kid comes in and when the mum starts saying, mm, not 100%, the dad is he's like, I'm signed with the new kid. And I'm like, I'm so- <laughs> sorry. So the new child turns up. This, they're moving mad. The wife's telling you this. You know your wife for a good or oh, 15 years at this point. And a new kid comes in and you don't believe anything your wife says. And the, they put it as, oh, because she had history of alcoholism. But it's like, no, no, but you don't believe anything she's saying. Is my point. Yeah, but How? Yeah, if, 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 if you're at a point where you don't trust your, trust your spouse, then get out of the marriage. Exactly. Yeah. Or at least put some, I mean, because they they didn't have to, oh, she was now colleague. It's like, yeah, but there had been years where she'd been sober. Mm. So, the fact that you didn't give up on the relationships is a lot you need to trust as trust there. But clearly, but clearly, nope. There's a new little kid involved. Yeah, there's a little kid involved. Yeah, that's, um, let's believe a stranger. Strange, you know. What's that that saying from that fudging film? I've always believed in the kindness of strangers. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> Please, the film is a street con in desire, and that's I the one. The quote is, uh, "Yeah, I've always depended on the kindness of strangers." It's funny. Every yeah. time I think about that, I just think of the Simpsons version of the it. Simpsons one. <laughs> you can always count on the kindness of strangers. 
It's actually one of my favourite plays. Um, <laughs> seriously, it is. Um, Stella! Uh, but, you know, Stella! <laughs> but you know what I was looking at? There has been... Horror this year mm-hmm. has been... It's been... I've, it, it's, it's been on point this year. There has been a lot of really interesting, intriguing... I feel like it's not kind of... This, there are people trying a lot of different um, methods in horror right now. So we're not like in a mode where it's like... We're just getting a load of um like you know found footage or just getting a load we're getting a, a lot because i was making a note of it and i just looked at what's the few that i that came to mind so there was titan which is a french batshit nuts one quality film i saw that last yeah yeah see um, uh yeah. yeah that's not yeah. that's nuts yeah uh, x I... and pearl yep yeah fresh prey uh, the sadness, which is like up there with martyrs and stuff for gore, mm-hmm. um, mad god, barbarian, smile, nope, black phone, you know, uh, shout to Jordan Peele as always, uh, crimes of the century, Cronenberg's um, back basically, new Hellraiser redo, orphan first kill. That I actually surprisingly enjoyed. What the which one? First kill. Okay, uh, see, from what yeah, from what from, I've, I've seen like, a few behind the scenes of that, and from the, the effort that went back to actually making her look younger, yeah, pretty decent. I've got to say, I give, I give yeah, for that. so yeah, surprisingly, a, a decent film. So far, everybody that I know who's seen it and I've spoken to about it, or the mixed feedback that I've received, has been very kind of like. I was surprised by this. I didn't think mm. it was going to be as good as it was. So yeah. So with the Hellraiser, is it actually a remake or is it? A retail, or is it like? Well, um, and always shout out to Clive Barker, and it's really good to see him at one of the um kind of Q and A's. Uh, that was really touching. Um, it's basically like a re, it's it's uh, it's like a retread. Okay. Um, but it seems to be much closer to the source material and a bit more budget. Okay. So it's going back, yeah. Much closer to Hellbound Heart. Looks really interesting. Heard some pretty strong reviews so far. Effects look really, really mm. good. No, because when I saw that Pinhead was a was a woman, I just, just mm. I, I just assumed it was like kind of based on converts. Because obviously, um, what's her face takes the mantle of Pinhead. Her- Kirsty. Um, yeah, she takes the mantle yeah. of Pinhead in the comic book. So mm. I thought, oh, they're actually doing it. But when I saw the actress playing Pinhead, I was like, oh, that's not her. But then maybe she did, maybe it is her, but they didn't want her to do it. But I didn't realize. But but yeah, makes more sense now. Yeah, I think they're going the kind of route of of um, Pinhead being a bit more androgynous, like between non, like not really confined by. I yeah. think it's a woman, but gender neutral. Yeah, yeah gender neutral. But it's also kind of the whole even. thing of 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 kind of because in the first film, due to budgetary constraints, they couldn't really focus on the gash, which is what if those who don't know that is actually what that's what. You call the flock of cinema. I'm not joking. <laughs> oh, that was my word back in the day. I was that for years, Gash. Oh my god, that is literally yeah. what all the cinemas are known as the Gash. Yeah. So... Sorry, grow up, Warren. Grow up, Warren. Grow up. Grow up. No, don't grow ever grow up. Ah, oh, <laughs> uh, Gash. Yeah. <laughs> what was the Gash in the attic? Oh god. Oh, ah. Okay. Thank you very much. Hey, can I get some Gash back? Are we, okay. Ugh, thank you. Ew. Yeah. I'm gonna gas you up. Okay, I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, another thing I missed that's come out is Terrifier Two just dropped literally a oh, couple oh, of days oh. ago. Terrifier, Have you seen the big man? Terrifier, Terrifier. Not terrifier. yet, but the that's count... with the, with with I mean... Art the Clown. Oh bloody yeah. hell! That's still okay. Jesus Christ! Sorry, yeah, cool. yeah. That the part two, part two is out. Dropped literally a couple of days ago. Well, I think by the time this comes out, it'll be about a week ago. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I saw it is it on Shutter. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Uh, I just actually just recently. But can I mention something just on the brief? Mm. But obviously, with it being spooky season, and this is a Halloween special, I need to mention Halloween Kills. Oh, have you seen have it you yet? Seen it? Uh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. And verdict. Wow. That's silence. The big silence. Saw that. You saw. You saw that. Oh God. <laughs> So I'm going to be perfectly honest and I'm just going to keep this spoiler free. Okay. It's 40 years we've waited for this 
Laurie and Michael finale. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I rank this film up there with Season of the Witch. That's interesting. That's actually one of my favorite Halloweens is Season of the Witch. Right. So, how's how's that for you, big man? How's Season of the Witch for you? I really like Season of the Witch, not because ah. it's based on like the whole Michael thing, but mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things, and this is the only thing I'll say: this is a Michael versus Laurie in a two-hour film. Michael doesn't appear until an hour in. Hmm. And it's going to divide a lot of fans, and a lot of fans were saying, "Oh, this is I see what they're doing, but they should have implemented this storyline from the first one." Which I agree. If they did um, it from the 2018 reboot or yeah. sequel, were fine. It makes perfect sense. But for what they did in this film, by the time it was over, I was like, you know, I'm glad this is it. I'm so so glad because a lot of fans will be like. I can't believe I wasted money on this because they felt robbed, they felt cheated. After an hour, I thought, am I actually even in the right film? Because it didn't feel like a Halloween. There's no classic with the entrance, nothing like that. It's very mollo, very feeling the vibe sort of thing. And then around about 80 minutes, the film decided to wake up and they found all credits are rolling. I'm like, are you serious? I actually felt cheated, and don't get me wrong, I'm glad it's over. But the only thing I'll say to viewers listening, those that have seen it, you know where I'm coming from. Please Google the alternative ending that they did. If they did that, I swear they would be scenes in the cinema. I would personally go to cinema just to see how the crowd would react to the alternative ending. On the whole, it's a for me, it was, a, it was basically a shutout of how they ended that franchise. And you know there's going to be a reboot in probably around the next five years, somewhere down the line. If you see one horror movie this year, I I think so. But I'm going to be honest. If you see one horror movie this year, make sure it's not Halloween Kills. Well, I don't know about you, but that sounds like a big man five-star review right there. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. And that's the thing. This year, there's a lot of strong... You, this is a. I haven't realized until looking back. I was like, this is a very big go heavy go home year, mm. especially with horror. And I mean, I haven't. I still had to watch that the Werewolves by Night. Oh, uh, oh, 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 God! That reminds me. Please tell me you guys have seen the Megan trailer. Oh yeah. No, I haven't. What oh, the fuck? Right. Okay. I love the fact Chucky's tweeted about that. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like do, you, do you know what? It, 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 what got me about that trailer? Two things that got me about that trailer, and I was like, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel. I don't, I don't know how to feel about this. One was because if you don't know what it's about, do you know what it's about, sis? No. So basically, this um, a, um is it a mother or a daughter, or is it two sisters? I think mother and daughter. Yeah. So, so our daughter's been, has had some kind of trauma. So instead of like getting like and like no help has been helped, like, no like psychologist or medical help has been help in helping. So they get they they find this pre- this program called Megan, where it's basically a a, a, a life size like a life size girl doll, basically that that talks okay. and blah, blah blah blah. Basically, think a more high tech Chucky, basically. Okay. And. There are two parts in in the um, trailer like, that I was like, "What the fuck?" The first part was literally when Megan was talking to um, to the to, uh, to the mother and daughter, and then mm-hmm. the mother was like, "Okay, Megan, shut up." And then like the Megan went, "I thought we were having a conversation," and I was like, "Okay, the capacity, right?" Like, this is the way because the head tilt was like, "I thought we were having a conversation," and then. It, then there was random dancing. That's that that the random dancing <laughs> scared me more than anything in the whole film. Wow! Because okay. it was like it was it, it was like because like I think what was going my, through my head at the time was like if that's a child, that's really that's a, that's a really exotic dancing. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. But if it's a yeah. little person, what's that, what's that say about me and what I'm into? I'm, yeah. I question a lot of things. <laughs> I didn't like that. So that's an instant classic five star review right there. Boom. boom. Because something did come up on my on my on my line about about with Megan and Chucky's face. I was like, I need to look into what's going on here, but yeah, I just didn't get back to it. Yeah, there, there's beef. Oh yeah, I'm, hey. calling, I'm calling oh. it down. I'm, call, I'm calling it down the line. Chucky versus Megan. 
Well, probably, probably. 20, 2023. Oh I'll call it now. 2024. 2024. Nah, 2023. <laughs> they, they, they run out. They run out of ideas. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. There's been some misfires this year. There's been some steaming piles of misfire, but there's but I thought it's been more stronger ones, stronger contenders than there have been misfires. Apparently, uh, there the uh, yeah, I think it's a Scandinavian horror movie called The Hatching. Hatching, yes, I saw that. I'm gonna link the trailer. That yeah. looks, that looks so. I haven't seen uh, the trailer for that yet. Weird. Yeah, I screen. Will... Apparently, went down a storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I will link that in the description, guys, along with the trailer for Megan and also the instant classic talking about Night of the Demons. Um, but yeah, I hmm, it's been it's been a good year and well done. And I like the fact it's been not just the case of just what's in the cinema. It's been across what's available on streaming, and um, because the sadness, for example, I think that really upped a lot of people going to Shudder to check it out. Mm. Uh, not one of mine I've been watching. Unfortunately, it's, it's, it's way above what I can handle. Um, but I've heard good things, and once again, it's the whole thing of just showcasing about Korean horror and just horror that we're not really looking at. And also, want to give—I cannot remember um, guy's name, which is um, annoying—but the director of um, La Quantum passed away. So I want to give a shout out to him. Um, I will get his name up and uh, give a respect because that Blood Quantum is a bloody brilliant horror film a really interesting take on this on the zombie genre um but um yeah that was sad to hear and funny enough in the same vein i also want to give a shout out to barbara crampton and jeffrey coons because i saw their picture with james a janice from dead meat and it just reminded me of chopping mall which is quite funny considering um what bruv's top three is barbara crampton also did wonderful turn in your next so uh and Jeffrey Coombs just just love just love Jeffrey Coombs. Oh, Chopping Mall. I don't care. I will not have a bad word said about that film. Speaking of Chopping Mall, <laughs> I'll ask I'll ask you two a question. Uh-huh. Chopping Mall. So, that's my question. Oh, you know it probably will be actually asked the question. Yeah. Um, but I was just thinking about like back in the day we used to go to the to the uh, video shop. Uh, for those who don't know, back in the day we always kind of live in the same area, so we went to probably the same video shop, and yeah. it got me F-R-O. thinking about video posters mm-hmm. and i got annoyed because the other day i saw a poster for a new something like pray for the devil or something video um video i made myself a video a movie coming out and it just looked like the nun and i noticed that a lot of the posters kind of look the same in horror yeah the yep. nun, devil the inside nun, they, me yeah that yep. yeah they all look fucking yeah like they'll show the half the face in shadow a lot of things in shadow and out of focus and i know that things go we go through though different takes and different kind of um you know things that are popular and not popular it made me think of the video shop and how you just go in there and there'd just be like tons and tons of different posters for you know what you wanted what you liked and halloween especially they would go all out i mean some of them yeah. they just they show because just like oh, okay what the hell is this um but i just wondered are there any like video shop posters from back in the day that Stick in your mind, made you rent it, lied to you. You know some of them ones there where it's like, this looks like, this is just rubbish, you know. <laughs> or some of kind of like you close your eyes and you're still thinking about it. So yeah. I just, just wondered if uh, if that was with you guys. That is a very good question. And at the top of my head, uh-huh. three movies stood out straight away. And the sad thing is I own all three. So the- I'm shocked. I'm going to yeah. say, I'm surprised. The, the artwork still remains the same, so it's a bit of a throwback. The first movie that comes to mind yeah. is Fright. Which one? Fright Night. That is such a good poster. Oh my really god! Was, that is trying, a was, really good poster. I was trying to find Fright Night too because that's my favorite. What poster? No, just the film. Uh, when it comes to the Fright, that's, Night a, that's actually yeah, that's a, that is a good one. I yeah, I have done both up actually one and two for various reasons. Mm. I think I think you know what it is you know what ups too is the guy going on roller skates. For me, no, for me because I really I forget the woman's name, but the, the main the, the head vampire I really fancied her. I loved I'm, her. How am I unsurprised? I'm completely. Also, eyebrows, uh, thick eyebrows, isn't it? Very thick eyebrows, <laughs> but um, I like I, I like the way that the Charlie gets the the, the Charlie that and then it kind of takes the focus because I feel like it does that thing where you feel like you're going to follow Charlie again, but mm. really he's his girlfriend who. Yeah. 
and also she kind she goes along she dismissive but then ultimately it's like wait i know i know him and something is not right so if i know one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare. that's why united healthcare offers flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more learn more at uh1.com hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Love him. Then I need to, you know, often take notes. I need to kind of see what's going on. But, um, hmm. Fright Night is a good poster. I do. That's, that is such a damn good poster. I love that. Another I, one. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, saying it now and recently watching it, realize you actually don't look anything like that, but still. Army of Darkness. Now, if you remember the front cover to Army of Darkness, it's Ash standing there, six packing, full effect, chainsaw. Yeah, I remember it now. It was, yeah. very, it was very like, it was very like Warhammer or, or, yeah. or, or heavy or heavy or heavy metal. Mac heavy comic. metal, yeah. Heavy metal comic, yeah. basically. Yeah. 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 And when you watch the film, Bruce Campbell does not look like that. No. He's in good shape, he, bless him. But yeah, he ain't that. Hey, but no. <laughs> Oh, looking like Adam from He-Man, yeah, whatever, yeah, just without the blonde hair. But <laughs> as much as I love that film, recently rewatching it, it still makes me laugh as like the final Evil Dead movie for the remake. But yeah, mate, you never look like that. But it's still, it's an iconic poster. I think videos because yeah, shot- there are there are two. There's the one with him in the in the trousers. There's one with him looking like a poor man's He-Man. Yeah, yeah. And it's looking like a Castle Grayskull. Like you're promising yeah. a lot because I remember a long time seeing that going like. What what's gonna happen? Because I don't get it. Because this looks like He Man Part Two, and I don't get what's going on. Another one, and this one is no brainer. And to be fair, even now I still mm-hmm. think about that poster. And it's a simple byline. I'm just gonna read the byline, and you instantly will get it. If Nancy doesn't wake up screaming, don't have Power Rangers, Power Rangers, the R Troopers. Kisses bang bang. My favorite poster of all time. That is one of my favorite, and it has to be the one where you see Nancy's face. Yep. And in fact, but then two of them, both of them are brilliant. The one with her eyes wide open, just painted, yeah. is brilliant. But the one with, with Freddie's hands coming out, saying "sleep kills," is also brilliant. Yeah. My t- that's my favorite posters. Oh my god, they're both beautifully done. Oh, I love those posters so and much. That's the thing. What I love about those retro, well, 80s and 90s film posters, well, actually, forget 90s, 80s movie posters, because they're not just standard Photoshop. This is art. You know, this is someone yeah. where they know they put time and effort into it. I mean, posters of today, as you just said, it's all pretty much one of the same. Or in the 90s, mm-hmm. just headshots of people, like some Dawson's Creek, some mm-hmm. Photoshop. That's, that's what it was. The night, Nightmare on Elm Street it, it always stands above the rest next to Fright Night for me. How about you, bro? Let's see. I always forget the name of this film, but there's two, there's two films in particular. Right. 
Um, the first one, I, can't, I always forget the name of the film, but if I'm not mistaken, it's a British sci-fi horror film. Um, the the front the poster was a robot with an American flag on it. Hardware. Thank you. Yes, I'm back to the stadium. <laughs> I knew I knew it was something like 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 electronic. But I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, but yeah, hardware. That like I've only seen the film one time. I love that movie. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the poster the poster of that was just nominous. With, yeah, that is a that's a damn good poster. Mm. Um, and the um, the second film is mm. like I said. I said, I said what it was. It was Chopping Mall because yeah. It, but but Chopping Mall lied to you so it lied that lied badly it really lied. Yeah, for anyone who I'm pretty sure we've spoken about this on, on the podcast before, but um, for anyone who hasn't seen the Chopper Mall poster, it's basically a I don't know if you can just, I don't know if you can even cast it as a robotic hand, but it's a hand holding a bloody bag that says Chopper Mall on it. So yeah. when you see that and you hear the title, you think expendable teens in a in a mall being stashed by something or someone or whatever, but it's nothing like that at all. It's basically no. About expendable teens trapped in a mall, but with number twenty five chasing them throughout the whole show. So basically, little robots. Um, that that hand to... that hand is not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, legitly, like they 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 get turned evil by ele- by electricity by by a thunderstorm, which still doesn't make sense to me. But what do I know? It, it was the eighties. But yep. yeah, it was far from chopping more. I think it was supposed to be called like Death Bots or something like that back in the day, but the title didn't really like didn't really work so they were mm. chopping more and tricked, tricked generations of people for years and still do to this day you know yeah. you said right after last because i actually forgot the byline for that film <laughs> chopping mall half off is just the beginning artist who did the nightmare on Elm street posters yeah. i did a lot of them uh, is called matthew joseph peak and he does some really good work even still to this day so uh, yeah and he continued through a lot of the a lot of the whole franchise in a lot of the work for um i was gonna say because you know actually a side note i kind of like well i I can't say i kind of like you think about i still still like the artwork freddy's revenge and that that was him as well yeah nice well my three um my three are um, house, the poster yeah. for house, mm. uh, not the TV show is in the horror. I just feel like it's so simple. It just haunted me. Just that decrepit hand ringing the doorbell. Mm. And it just, it didn't, it just was a promise of what the hell that meant. So that used to really haunt me. Uh, the next one is the tagline got me as well as the poster. And the tagline is, you have the right to remain silent forever. Which is Maniac Cop. That pop, yeah. That just, for some reason, also stuck. That kind of felt like that followed me around the video shop. Yes, it did, especially that yeah, pop. It really did, it really did. Yeah. It did. It just followed me around the video shop. And the other one is on my brain, and I think I know I've mentioned this before in a podcast, uh, is a film called Deadly Friend. You have just, mentioned it. You have mentioned it. I've yeah. mentioned it. The poster of just this girl just looking, I'll share it, just looking really like she's been painted with these broken, these broken, um, broken glass for a window. And the tagline is, imagine you lost the one you love. Imagine you could bring them back. Imagine then a deadly friend from the creator from Wes Craven <laughs> of Lightning Elm Street. <laughs> actually, you know, I, just got, I just got another one, actually. Oh, go on then. What's that? Critters. Critters! Because I, remem- <laughs> I remember the poster now. It's literally like a critter, basically. It's a critter. Like painted, like painted artwork standing in the field and just yep. looking at you with dirty smiles. It's like... Yep. Yeah, that that one, that one sticks out. That, that that one, that one sticks out to me. I love critters. Yeah, that that made me that made me want to want to know what the hell they were because you you <laughs> think they're kind of cute. Yeah, but kind of not. Also, another one, another one that was, that kind of was a bit weird was the uh, the original Friday the Thirteenth poster. Well, the first one. The very first one where it had like the outline of somebody with a knife, but then it's got all this painting of the teens in it. 
Mm. They were warned, they are doomed, and on Friday the 13th, nothing will save them. And that just used to freak me out for some reason. I, I don't know why. Just something about it with that kind of like the outline just used to freak me out. But um, yeah, I, I do I do love a good poster. You know, I don't I don't want to like do that thing where it's like back in my day because some of them were awful, some of them were just grim. But then you always had the standouts, and I think sometimes now like a lot of posters look kind of the same. They look very Avengers like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or it's Shadow. Or it's the person, I know it's with the, the car ones, like it's a person in front of a car. And I think of things like anything to do with Ryan Gosling. What about Vin Diesel? Hello? What the hell, man? Oh, God, and Vin. Oh, my God, yes. Anything, yeah. A car and a man. Uh, back of a car and a man. Or it's like, oh, and then what's got their hands in their pockets recently as well? Oh, yeah, in it. The bad man posse, in it. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my God. Don't be hating on the swagger, man. Don't be hating on the swagger. Well, no, it's true. It's either hands in the pockets or got their arms folding you like they're about to do something. And that's exactly what it is. Even though I have heard a a recent um, horror um, that apparently the next Mission Impossible will take place in space. It ain't happening. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Hey, Foster's in real space. Real, real space. Oh, shut up. Tom Cruise, fuck off. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. No. That was right. really aggressive. Thank goodness it's not Mission Impossible. <laughs> so, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know why I got me so angry. I don't know why. No, no, no. I have heard that. <laughs> Holy shit. Impossible. I'm going to take a walk one second. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> the sheer rage. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, I apologize for my outburst. I don't know. Um, I, don't usually, I don't usually get really angry at Tom Cruise, but like, you know, I, just, I don't know why. That, that just, yeah, I'm sorry. It's just. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Even though, I must say, over the summer, a set of posters I really enjoyed was the promo for Stranger Things. Um, or the all around like all around the UK because they didn't reference Stranger Things. It was all mm. like, and it was done in like promoting things like from the eighties, but just reference Hawkins. That was a really good campaign. Mm. I did, I mean, I just love visual things like that, and the way it was done, it was hinting at things. Especially if you're a fan, you you kind of go, uh oh, what does that mean? And it's certain things like pizza and water and headphones, and it was a re- it was really well thought out. It really looked like a lot of like the eighties stuff. As a child of the 80s, I know what I'm talking about. But yeah, it was um, pretty, pretty good. I really enjoyed that. So I know we, we're, we're talking about a lot of stuff that's crap, but some of the things are actually pretty good and interesting. Yeah, definitely. I don't know about you, but my um, films are awesome. How dare you? Absolutely. And also, you know, shout out to Stranger Things 4 and 3 and 4, because that just blew, everyone, blew everyone's head off. I do actually want to watch Midnight Club. Uh, that has recently come out, another joy from uh, Mike Flanagan. And I would also like to uh, shout out, oh my God, I'm about to forget my brain, the joys of menopause. Um, my God, I'm about to, oh, Midnight Mass. I watched that. It's a slow burn, but my God, when it gets going, it does get going. And shout out to to Mike Flanagan for the consistency. So if you haven't watched that on Netflix and you fancy watching something, I'll tell you now, it's something you've got to pay attention to and something that's very, very heavy on a lot of people with soliloquies and having their moments to talk about their feelings and their thoughts. But when the horror gets going, my God, does it get going. So that's definitely on my list to watch, actually. Yeah. Midnight Mass. It's it's not one to it's it's not one to you're feeling a bit sleepy, put it on. No, no, no. Pay attention. You're going to need to. But really, really good. Really, really interesting. OK, it's on the list. Cool. Um. Anything else? Anybody else want to take the floor? Let me think. Mm. Also, you know, I just thought the other day, shout out to Ken Foray. I love to see Ken Foray. I don't know what it is about him. You know, some people in the horror just look familiar. And like, I keep hearing these things, a lot of like stuff in the horror community, that like how the horror community is such a nice community of, of actors and directors and everything. I just love when I see Ken Foray. Um, he's as familiar and comfortable as Heather Langenkamp. So, 
I don't know what it is, but I just thought I'd put that out there. Okay, last month I saw Ken Foray. That was... Well, there's a surprise in Rob Zombie's remake of Halloween. Halloween? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that man's loyal to Rob. He is so loyal to Rob. He's basically been in one of his films. I'm pretty sure he's been in every single film, except for maybe House of a Thousand Corpses. He might be right. Yeah, yeah. and and The Monsters as well. And which one? The Monsters. With me, mate. Is that any good? Mm, I've heard mixed. I've heard very mixed. I haven't seen it myself, so I can't give my own thing on it. And I've I do actually seen, like the monsters. I've um, seen the original. Of it, and I need to rewatch it properly when I was fully alert. Hmm. I mean, it looks good. I mean, to what I've seen. Hmm. I, 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 feel like, I have nothing but respect for Rob Zombie, but I just, feel, I just feel like his films aren't for me. Same. No criticism. I don't think he makes bad films. I, just don't, I don't no. think he makes films for me. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, same. I, I think yeah. you and I are, are very same on that, and I have nothing but respect for Rob Zombie. And I, I like the fact that when I've seen like his behind the scenes f- stuff, the respect everyone's got for him, the respect mm. he has for actors, and everyone behind that safety, respect, people feeling safe, and just even though you're doing quite heinous stuff, you know, gun safety is top top of his list. Is you know, and he hires the diverse cast. There's so much like love for Rob Zombie. It's just that I don't get on with his films. Mm. And yeah. it's like, well, well, I can't even see the craftsmanship. It just doesn't sit with me. Um, but yeah. Actually, one film, will, actually, one, actually, one film will say, um, like, I guess it's kind of still in the same car- um, territory. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to recommend a TikTok for anyone okay. who still has TikToks and still watches TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an actor. Um, Kind of close to all our hearts in a weird way. Um, Sean Whalen. Why does he ring a bell? Roach from People Under the Stairs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You, you yes. know he's got he's got he's got the, he's got the, he's got the very ge- very gummy smile. Yes. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah yeah. He's basically been everything from from again People Under the Stairs to Chinese Angels. Yeah. So on and so forth. He's 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 a consistent actor. His TikTok is probably one of the most wholesome things you will ever see due to the fact that he basically talks about the people he works with and how and who's cool and who's not cool and usually it's like nothing but praise for, towards people that he's worked with like he had a really cool story about LL Cool J because like because like because obviously that was because um Chai's Angels the first film was technically yeah. LL Cool J's first film role oh and, yes it got cut in the, fight, yeah. in the final bit yeah yeah but basically like, no, yeah. It was, no it was right at the beginning it was right at the beginning and like he was talking about how how um Todd, as he as he likes to be called on set, um, mm-hmm. really took it seriously. Had his acting coach on 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 set with him. Uh, how he was freaking out when he was on the harness, being hung about hung hung over a bunch of boxes and freaking out. Goes like, he was like, hey man, what are you going to with all boxes? Are you serious? This is crazy. This is crazy about these saying that all the time. And um, but 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 all in all, absolutely lovely. He, he would say he, he has nothing but praise for for um, LL Cool J, aka Todd, and a few a lot of other actors. So if you get a chance, check him out. The guy is an acting legend. He's been consistent in the horror community and other things. So I'll definitely say check out his work. His first film, People Understand, still awesome film. Wes Craven, um, probably one of the most diverse horror film out there. This moment, one back in the day. But uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Now, now I'm curious. Who does he not like? I haven't seen any ones that he doesn't like so far. Mm. I haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna say he hasn't done it, but I haven't seen them. The ones that come up in my field, ones of, of positivity, really. Okay, interested. On the on the same note, uh, the the guy who played Henry Bowers in 2017, it Nicholas Hamilton, he also has a very wholesome TikTok channel where he talks about making cocktails. <laughs> and, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't expecting you to say that. I know. Uh, my uh, uh, my shout out to my daughter as always. Uh, yeah, they're the ones who put me onto, and I was like, oh, okay. And I just saw this whole selection of, of him just making different cocktails, and yeah, seems like a very nice person, a very nice kid. And it's weird because obviously now it's grown. No, it was such a long time ago. So, but yeah. So if you if you if you want to know about cocktails and how to make them and different kinds of cocktails, uh, yeah, he does that. So uh, yeah, want to take it out. Actually, nice. what I recommend also, mm. it's odd that this one's came into my head again because I think it, I actually never left the cinema after watching it. Earlier on in the year, 
I saw a film called Men. Alex Garland film. Yes. Yes. Now, <laughs> the first hour, amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. I, the cinema was hooked. People were scared. And this is proper fear. Mm-hmm. Not one of these jump scares, no. Because without delving too much into the whole plot, it's just a scenario. If you think someone is stalking you, what would you do? Where you're in a remote cottage by yourself. Well, that's a problem. <laughs> and like I said, the first hour, I mean, I, I was fortunate enough to see the packs with it called screening, it was. Mm. And everyone was just on hooks. And then the last half an hour. Yeah. I can't even describe it. I, I, I actually would ask if any of you two in the near future have got time, you should all watch this together because I need to see. The reactions of both of you just to make sure i'm not going mad that i saw what you saw mm. when that film was over no i'm good but, i'm gonna do that no no because i don't think I, I ain't been the same since yeah and since, yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're not making me want to do it so i'm not gonna do it <laughs> i just people's reactions haven't been the same but at the exact same time i should know better it's a24 <laughs> it's like, there you go I, I i don't know what you're expecting but so it's another note. Finally, another horror which I recommend: bodies, bodies, bodies. How is that? I wasn't too sure how that was. That, is, that, is, cool. that is fun because that actually asks a lot of questions about your life choices. How well do you really know your friends? It is a hell of a film. I have to admit, I went into it no expectations and came. I went, yeah, I really enjoyed that. It's very funny as well, with brilliant one-liners. But for sheer scare factor, working out who's behind it, brilliant. Let me put it this way. If any of you two are able to work it out, then fair play to you. Okay. Fair play. Fair play. Okay. Uh, So I just want to shout out again. It was uh, the director, the Canadian film director of um, Blood Quantum is Jeff Barnaby, who passed away at 46. So... Young, yeah, and also, I mean, we could talk about the true horror that is Blackbird, but we might have to leave that one. Oh, from... no, 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 no. <laughs> hey, 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 put some respect on Michael Flatley's name, the Lord of the Dance. Have a look, do not be dissing my, my, my Flatley, I don't appreciate that. shit. Oh, okay. to come out and then, well, that that might be... make anyway. Okay, no, okay, be... okay, <laughs> okay, now I'm praising Michael Flatley, yeah, but I'm talking about his Lord of the Dance, shit. don't, don't give me that movie, please. <laughs> Because yeah. that's, 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 that's a fight. That's a fight. That's a fight. If you want to give, give me Lord of the Dance, I'm more than happy to take that card. I just kind of want that back, to be fair. But yeah. no, don't, don't give me, me Blackbird, please. Don't. I mean, I don't think the uh, Halloween special could handle the uh, horror that is uh, Blackbird. Um, <laughs> so... Blackbird was thought to become a drinking game. Oh, God, no. We'll be drunk no. in 10 minutes. Yeah, every time. What? <laughs> uh, what? Every cliche, everything, every Bond reference, every cliche, every time someone is begged not to go back to where they've been. And then, of course, when the half, half a bottle away says, Dear Father, I've sinned and I'm about to sin again, that's a whole bottle you got to drink right there. Anytime Eric Rowe splashed it, that's a double shot. No questions asked. Wow. Oh, Eric. Oh, Eric. Well done. You used to be the best of the best, man. What happened? Oh, boy, that's another... Let's, let's see that for another episode. Oh, my gosh, the, the, the legacy and the downfall of, of martial arts movies, American martial arts movies and actors, what happened? Hmm. Maybe for another time. Hmm, interesting. I agree. On that note, it has been so awesome to be back. Um, I think we shall draw a line under the horrors that's Blackburn or anything else. And uh, we shall definitely uh, see you next time and thank you of course for listening uh big man what's your socials my socials i'm on twitter at war 3782 and you can find me on the gram at mr underscore roberts underscore v1 bro where can we find you you can find me on youtube on the instant classic underscore kb you can also find me on tiktok instagram and Twitch under instant classic underscore gaming.
And you can find me at Messed Up Pod on Instagram. And we are also, the podcast is also on Twitter at And Messed. And you can also email us if you really, really want to chat at stjudesavengers at gmail.com. Once again, thanks for listening. It's so good to be back. And take care. We'll see you soon. See you later. Hey everyone, it's the Classic Gaming, aka Warren, bringing you a new okay, video. Oh wait, uh, sorry, what, wow. sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sucking a loop, I'm sucking a loop, I'm and that's why we're messed up. Produced by the Saint Jude's Avengers, edited by Instant Classic Gaming, and music produced by Box Room Music. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.